Alright, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, for today's topic, I want to talk about revenge or revelation. So, like the way I got into this topic is just realizing, like, even after watching the the show Revenge or um, in Marvel Comics, DC Comics, they deal with the theme of revenge where you have, you know, uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark finally realizing the Winter Soldier killed his parents and wanting revenge in, you know, Captain America Civil War. Um, you've got like in movies like uh, New Jack City, where the character that Ice-T Ice plays um, finally finds out who actually killed his mom and, and believes that it was Nino Brown. So he wants revenge for him. But, you know, under the law, you can't just kill people out of revenge. Um, he, he sees him actually go to court and then, you know, what happens? You know what happens. <laughs> so revenge is such a strong topic. But the thing about it is you can address someone and let them know they were wrong and be completely healed and move on. The revenge piece is where it actually, I want to say, is a waste of time and energy because to address someone and let them know, wow, like I'm more mature now. I'm ready to go like I'm set up. Like when you realize that you're more mature than the person and the situation you were dealing with, you can move on in, in, in such a great fashion, in such a great way, um, almost to the point where they say, you know, the best revenge is living well. And I've seen that where people have found a way to move on so well that the people that used to bully them and hurt them are now begging for crumbs because their their aura their love, their success, the money is just shining so bright that they, they can't take it. They hate it. it they feel like they're buried under the jail because all that is collapsing back on them. And no one told them to do that. None of the bullying, none of the stank, uh, uh, pettiness, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of that. So when you have that revelation, that's that's how this really came to me. When you have that revelation that, wow, I, I don't need to get revenge on them. All I need to do is shine and glow up, as people say. All I need to do is live my best life because I'm doing great now. But since this person is in front of me, I'm going to address them and let them know, like, hey, based on where we met, based on values, based on all this, I want to let you know. You were wrong in the way you treated me, horrible in the way you treated me. And I'm going to move on from it, but I just want to let you know, like, you really hurt me. You really damaged my life at a time. And I'm just here to tell you that I'm no longer going to be connected to that. But you were wrong in that time. I, I leave you with that. So <laughs> the funny thing is... um, I went through a process of time and of things where I started to realize um, over the years that quality love, quality relationships and quality friendships expose the opposite. 
So quality love exposes cheap love. Quality love exposes, uh, you know, love built on a lie. Quality love exposes, um, you know, I guess we'll just do this because we're in the same room. We'll just talk because everybody else is dating. So why don't we? It's like that obligation type love where you're just like, "Ah, I guess, you know, we're kind of attracted to each other. So why don't we try this out? You know, it's just that like lazy love. Quality relationships expose janky, trash, and 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 subpar relationships, friendships as well, and 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 this this was hard for me. This was actually really hard for me, because if you're like me and you're a giver, you've been taught to turn the other cheek, and you've been applying these Christian values to your life your whole life. When there is a problem, you search inside yourself to find the answer. And how you can be a better friend, a better person, better servant of God. And be like Christ, you think, let's, you know, let's sit down and think about this. How can I be a better person for them? But quality friendship does not mean you do all the work. Quality friendship doesn't mean I text eight times and don't get a reply in five years. Quality friendship does not mean going on social media and wishing somebody a happy birthday or, hey, how's it going? Or being nice and being completely ignored. When these people work in IT, when these people work in sales, when these people work in marketing, when their life and breath (laughs) is communication and they ignore you, that's not friendship. So I had to learn that. And, And of course, people like my wife. She's uh, um, like, I'm the Captain America. My wife is like the shield. Or <laughs> to, to, to put it lightly, I'm, I'm maybe like the shield and my wife is like the sword. So I don't really think about the damage. Because of, of who I am inside, I just think, well, you know, you just take it. You're a man. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get whooped. That's, it's what Shaquille O'Neal said. You know, he's like, I've had guys elbow me, beat me up, elbow me in the ribs, arms, legs, come out bleeding. And he's like, that's just the price you pay for being the big man, being the Shaq Diesel. Well, I'm not seven feet tall. I'm not even six feet tall. So <laughs> I'm I'm an action size. I'm fun size. So quality love, quality relationships Uh, Quality friendship exposes the opposite. And here's the deal. These people are hurting. So hurt people hurt people. So they want to make you feel the way they feel. Or even worse, I've seen this happen. Like you watch the movie Mean Girls. If if you ask me, if you, you you combine, what is it? Um. The Breakfast Club and Mean Girls and um, and the movie Juice <laughs> Breakfast Club, Mean Girls and the movie Juice. You get 13 reasons why <laughs> it's like, look at our progression of things. Look at how like our our teen movies have progressed over the years. And every generation has their teen movie. Um, here's my point. These people are hurting. These people are are dull or void in some way, no matter how much money they have, 
no how much athleticism they have, no matter how much food they have. So some people think it's money will make you happy. Some people think, oh, you're an athlete, so you'll be fine. Or some people just think, oh, well, you guys eat three meals a day like you're fed well. You're great. You know, none of those things add up to a whole life, a perfect life. And these people seek out what they're missing from home in their personal lives or with their parents or their family. And they try to steal it from you. I don't have the love for my mother. So guess what? I'm going to trash you every time you talk about your mom and make you feel so bad about your mom that you end up turning on her when you actually have a great mom, a great mother. She makes sure you eat good. You're at the dentist. Good. You're, you're, you're sleep. Good. You're waking up. Good. You're studying. Good. You're treating everybody. Good. People are, 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 are talking about how great your mom's daughters and sons are. Your, your mom is the mark of greatness. And, and these people, because of their bent reality or their brokenness, are now trying to get you to a point where you break that connection with your mom or dad. Maybe it's your dad. Well, I don't got my dad around, so, you know, they all ain't worth nothing. You know, it's like people will just, oh, they, they all ain't worth shit. All men are dogs. All dads are horrible. And it's like, well, no, like. My dad just taught me how to fish. My dad just taught me how to balance a checkbook. My dad just you know, taught me the difference between renting and, and owning. Or my dad just taught me the value of wasting a whole bunch of money on a degree I won't use in college versus, I don't know, being a plumber or a repairman or going out and being a farmer. My dad taught me this. My dad taught me that. So because these people are so hurt, well... You're married now, but wait till your husband cheats. Well, bruh, I'm just going to tell you, married women, they just they ain't taking care of the men at home. My wife, we got two, three kids and and it just it ain't going to happen. Watch, watch. People say that. They put their hurt and their bad experience on you. And I've had this a couple of times, so I'll throw it back at people. I'm like, well, what does she want? What does your husband want? What does your wife want? Because in those wants is how you satisfy the customer. Like keep in mind, sales is not a dirty profession. But people create dirty practices to get things done. But the most important thing is learning how to listen. So that's why when people throw that on me, well, they're like, well, since I don't have it, I just got to steal it from you or rob you of that pleasure before you get to it because I don't have it. So when people want to throw that on me, I'm like, well, hold, 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 hold on. I know married couples that still have sex weekly and they have more than three kids. Or I know married couples that, okay, they don't have children and they still have love and fire and passion for another. So like people will just take a story and lump themselves in with a group of losers when in reality, we should be taking our losses to the, the, the chalkboard and to the dry erase board and saying, OK, this is where I started losing. This is where I was winning. And how do I get back up to this point so that I can be winning again?
because losing it doesn't feel good it doesn't taste good it doesn't smell good so maybe i need to stop complaining and start drafting the plan and drafting the work and drafting the sales agreement <laughs> to sell myself to my wife again or husband or wives sell yourself to your husband again because marriage is a bond marriage is a business marriage is a contract and it's an oath where you say for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, for sickness, for health. I, I can't imagine in any of those six conditions, marriage is not touched. It touches everything. So that's why, like, I had to come to a point where I even realized, wow, like, look at what I'm going through in my marriage. I'm going through what I'm going through in my marriage because of reality. My wife doesn't hate me. My wife loves me. And... When you go through things in your marriage, you should be happy because then like it turns around on Friday and now you're happy. Now you're smiling. Now you look nerdy and goofy in front of your friends because all you had to do was hold on a little bit and don't take out your frustration on each other. Learn how to work with one another so you can score and win. But <laughs> revenge or revelation, have that revelation. Because this is the thing, if you're like me, like I said, you've been so nice to people. You've been so kind and caring to people. That you really haven't had a chance or time to really uh, uh, get revenge, but you turn the other cheek. They make fun of you. They call you names. They leave purposefully leave you out of parties, won't email you back, won't call you back. And you're like, what? What did I do wrong? Nothing. You didn't do anything wrong. You weren't petty. You weren't evil. You weren't lower thinking. You weren't a lower frequency. And here's the thing. I've had wine and dinner with people that could buy my house as easily as I buy dinner on a Friday night and not affect their pocketbook at all and have great quality relationships and interaction with them. Same same thing on the bottom side. I've eaten with poor, ghetto, redneck, trailer trash people and have food so good that it rivals anything at the restaurants. And yeah, we're going to eat it on a paper plate that breaks and folds like a taco because the food is too heavy. But in that love, in those quality interactions with the rich and the poor, I've experienced love and quality. 100 percent. So then when you get up to a place where you see people that are not giving that to you, like I said, when you get quality love, relationships and friendships from the elite, from the rich and the poor, it leaves that big gray area in the middle where you're like, I see you. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And quality love and relationships and friendships expose the opposite. It exposes the trash. So at that point, you know, because you've had that revelation, because you know better now, you don't need revenge. You just needed that revealed to you. So if you're taking advantage of people, abusing people, neglecting people, and ignoring people, no names, not going to name any names, but I see you. And you want to go to your family 
and take advantage of them, their money. You want to abuse them in any way, mentally, emotionally, sexually. I see you. I'm not going to say any names, but I see you. You're neglecting your family. You're looking at them and won't take the time to fully assess them from their perspective. You only see it through your way. You're ignoring them. And that's just the thing. People don't realize I'm looking at your Facebook. I'm looking at your Instagram. I'm on social media. So people are doing these things. They don't realize I see you. You bully people, innocent people. You bully friends. You bully people at work. You bully your family and you bully people at church. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. No names, but I see you. I see your Instagram. I see your Facebook. I see your social media. And then people come and tell me these things. And so at that point, I have to get a hold of myself. I have to watch my emotions. I have to watch, you know, what I'm going to say and what I'm going to do to people, because knowing how emotional I am, you know, you kind of feel like Tupac. You want to get revenge on people. (laughs) But, you know, it's just not it's not the quality route, because during that time. When you're getting revenge on those people, you can go to the person that's hurt and start to build up their life and pull out those pain points and pull out those things. So the next time they are addressed by that person or the next time they start to work with that person, like I said, in family, in friendships, in work, at church. Now, they're not going to be hurt by that anymore because they can just say, hey, um, hold up. I know that you usually ask me to do this or make me pay for this or force me to do this, but I'm not doing that anymore. Like I've identified what it is you're doing and I don't like it and you're wrong. You can deal with somebody else on that. So we're done. And here's the thing. Like I didn't know, like this is what makes this really hard. I didn't know that. I would see that kind of pettiness and ill intent from adults. Like it's really kind of scary and kind of shocking at the same point. And these are people, like I said, no names, not here for revenge, not here for blood. But these are people that are going out of their way to consistently make sure that they're being stank. And turn the the cold shoulder. And you try to wave and and say hi to them. They won't even look. You try to wave and and, and say something to them. Or, or, you know, offer them something nice. You give them a phone call. You text them. You do all this work. Based on, like I said, your morality. Your Christian values. The way you were raised. And they just have no time for you. Well, guess what? (laughs) No more. I'm done. I'm 100% done. I'm 100% done wasting time and energy on people that will not show me quality love, quality relationships, and friendship. And here's the thing. I don't want revenge on anybody. I don't want any bad blood. I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want what I'm giving you. So if I love you and respect you, I I expect that back. 
And I think at a certain point, you do have to, as a quality person, as a quality individual, that's teaching that to your children, you have to understand that you need to teach them that. I wonder for years why growing up, all these dads would go grab their shotgun out of the out of the gun room or whatever on TV shows or, you know, wave a pistol around, you know, in that scenario. And so you're dating my daughter, huh? Well, it's because of this very thing. A lot of people don't know how to speak to the situation and, and, and have a working concept of how to plant um, um, quality thinking for relationships in the moment. So it's like, oh, wow. You look at it in hindsight, like, man, like those guys never paid me for lunch. Those guys never paid me for dinner or man, like I didn't get a thank you. Not one time from any of them. Or man, they make me host the parties all the time and buy the food and clean up. They don't ever do anything. So, yeah, we're great at seeing it in hindsight and being passive aggressive. But, yeah, like as in a dad protecting your daughter, you don't want you don't want that boy violating your daughter with the things that you had to learn from 18 into manhood. 18, you can buy cigarettes and join the army. 21, you can buy uh, uh, alcohol. That's a large gap of time. One year is a lot of time to learn lessons. So. You know, you just think like with 28 being the 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 prime uh, age of the brain where you're, you're finally developed. <laughs> Do we get married at 28 and start dating at 28? Eh, not so much. A lot of people get married in the early 20s, early mid 20s. Um, you know, I think it's great to get married in your 30s. You know, boom, married, have a couple kids. But like I said, no more. This revelation to bypass revenge, to live well, is maybe one of the greatest things I could have ever come across. And when I finally realized it, I was like, oh, wait, wait a second. I'm wasting time. Like wasting time on these people. So I'll leave you with that, you all, because if you're like me, if you've been nice, if you've been caring, if you've been reaching out extending an extra hand, working the extra hours, doing what you need to do. No more. It's done. You're done. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing the people that actually love you and care about you. You might not have one person in your family that loves and cares about you, but somebody's watching what you're doing and they see you and they love you and they care about you. If it's me, I love you and I care about you. Stop doing that. You've taken so much time to invest in quality and love and relationships. And now it's time for that to come back to you. So real quick story, then I'll go. It's like years ago, I was going through something at work and um, actually a lady I work with was saying, you you're being harassed, Wayne, you're being abused. And just because you're a man doesn't mean you don't go through harassment and abuse. Not everything has to be sexual. And so then fast forward and a, a, a 
I say a few months go by and we have to do all these trainings on harassment and abuse. And if you see something, say something. If you see something, say something, report it. And that's just the thing. As a man, we're not built with that uh, 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 system (laughs) to know what to do and how to report harassment and abuse. So when we are harassed and we are abused and it doesn't have to do with our bodies, our minds just go insane. It's just like, wait, what? Do I really want to do this? And will it affect my chances to get a job years down the road? Can I do this? You don't know. You just don't know. So this friend of mine um, was just all in my ear telling me, Wayne, that's harassment. You need to report it. You need to report it. And I went and got on the phone, chatted with another mentor, a friend of mine, and they said the same thing. They were like, you do need to report those things. You do need to report that man or woman. doesn't matter who it is. And they told me their story on how they had got somebody walked out. They're like, you don't have to stay here. You don't have to take this. That is not your life. That is not what you deserve to be punished and hurt for somebody else's inadequacies, for somebody else's petty, for somebody else's pain, for somebody else's hurt and their mommy, daddy, family, abuse, trauma issues. You don't bring those to work. Those aren't productive at work. So if you're going to do a great job, you should be doing the job. You should be managing, running and efficiently um, um, aiding those teams that need your help. So, all right, you all, I love you. Hope you love me back. That is my piece on revelation or revenge, because you've got to have that revelation. These people and these behaviors are beneath you. And the quality love, the quality relationships and the quality friendships will expose themselves to you. And when they do, you will begin to see, test them, like test them, ask people random questions, ask them this. When those relationships manifest to you, you will see that people have been treating you like trash and you've actually been fighting for the wrong people. You spend time and energy trying to spend time with the people that are I mean, they're going to treat you like doo-doo, like toilet trash. Then the people that love you and care about you and want to spend time with you. They don't look like who you think they should look like. They don't dress the way you think they should dress. They might have tattoos. They might smell a little funny. They might cook a different food than what you're used to. They might be a little off and your family might have told you to leave them alone. I don't know. But then when you spend time with them and you see the love and the bond there and these people have consistent good behavior. I mean, we're all human. Like, yeah, nobody's going to be perfect. But when you see the consistently consistency in their quality, love, relationships and friendship, don't be surprised if the money ain't there, too. All right, y'all. Peace and love. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Please like, love, and share these messages and share these with your friends and family and people that you love and you know. I'll see you soon.